Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith, as usual. But we have a very special treat for you. We have some of our favorite men joining us on the show today to talk about the pleasures of sex and how not to lose yourself or any other body parts to get any. (laughs) We interviewed our guest with three questions. How do you please a woman? How do you pleasure a woman? And how do you diffuse an argument with your woman? We'll be sharing what they said over the course of the next few weeks. But as we mentioned before this week, we will hear what the guys had to say about sex and being themselves in relationship. Um, But before we dive in, Heather, I'm curious if anything has changed for you since doing these interviews. Well, Stephanie, funny that you should ask, because that was something I was actually just uh, thinking about. You know, um, gosh, you know, I have to say that that's one of the things that is such a gift of each of these men is that you can't talk to them or be around them or interact with them without changing somehow, (laughs) without uh, getting an awareness that you didn't have before, um, or just, you know, without feeling really gifted in some way. Um, All of these guys are so genuine and just, you know, showing up as they are, doing the best they can, and, you know, from such a space of kindness and caring and humor. And, uh, so it, for me, I have to, I think overall really what it has gifted me in, um, talking with these guys and hearing what they have to say is a deeper sense of the, the value of men in my life. Like men are awesome. <laughs> you know, there's, there's so much going on in the world right now about men hating women, women hating men, and this great divide. And, you know, a lot of it has been earned on both sides. <laughs> you know, people have been really terrible to each other. Men and women have been totally nasty to one another in a million different ways. You know, so it's just, it's refreshing uh, to speak with guys and interact with, with these men who just function in a different way and they come from a different space. And it really, it actually gives me hope. It gives me hope that with men like this in the world, um, we can have a different possibility. You know, if, if both men and women were willing to embrace some of these tools and insight and a different perspective that they're going to share with us and just try them out really, (laughs) you know, just give it a whirl, see what they notice. Um, everyone might be really surprised of, of what it can do, um, to, you know, undo that hurt that has been perpetrated, uh, for so long. So that's a little taste of what I've gotten, (laughs) but enough of that, enough of me, enough of us. (laughs) I'd really like to hear what these guys have to say. Uh, so let's get to it. It is my absolute pleasure to introduce all of you to our very special guests, Andrea Beluso, Max Zulik, Brett Rockmore, Joachim Valdevi, Adam Johnson, and Anthony Mattis. Uh, 
Guys, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, we're so excited to have you on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> so happy to be here. Love that. Thanks, guys. I adore you guys so much, so I'm happy to be here. Hi, thanks for having me. Wonderful to be here. So we were asking, you know, how do you pleasure a woman? How do you please the woman? How do you diffuse an argument? We, put, we posed those because a lot of our listeners don't actually have any experience with access consciousness. And we felt like those questions would be a great uh, door opener uh, for this conversation to allow you guys to speak to our audience um, from your own experience and using the tools, um, but from a direction that, you know, most people aren't familiar with um, wondering about. So who would like to start? First thing that I would like to share is uh, is really this thing about uh, not cutting out any parts of yourself to fit into a relationship is something that I've been buying into for many, many years and many relationships. And uh, in the current relationship, there's something that we don't do. We just do not cut parts of ourselves uh, off in order to fit in. And instead to use the access tools to, to, you know, to see how things can work out for both of us and not just for one of us. So really not trying to fit in, but uh, being you, completely because the more you are you and the, the less you cut off parts of yourself the, the better things work actually i actually yeah. have a question about that so i'm dating someone right now and i introduced he's he doesn't use the tools of access consciousness mm-hmm. and one of the things recently that he revealed was that he has the point of view that there is that every single choice you make is a compromise and i oh would, god right and <laughs> And so wow. I, I realized what a stress that actually was because in, in what you're saying, don't cut off any of yourself. Find a way that you can make choices that work for both of you. Yeah. But what I realized when he told me that was that that is not a reality yet for lots of people. That they I don't know, know, I know. you can make a choice that way. So can you give us a hint on how you, how you started to do that? Yeah, um, well... I mean, I was buying into the lie of compromise, having to compromise as well for many, many years. And I thought that that was the only possible reality was to compromise, which really isn't. What is a compromise? Compromise is really cutting off parts of yourself in order to fit in. Uh, And that goes both ways. And normally in a compromise, you find those parts that hurt the least to cut off. Uh, because you say, oh, that, you know, to cut off my little toad, I don't really need it. And it's going to hurt for a little while, but not really. Uh, so I can cut off my little toe. And you cut off your little toe and it ends up cutting off your whole foot and your leg and the rest of your body uh, eventually. And it really does. Uh, in, instead of saying, uh, and I'm carrying on with the little toe example, I can keep my little toe. So what will it take for me and my little toe to fit into this relationship and for um, my my partner to also enjoy my little toe, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and turn things around in a way that really worked for both. The whole point of a relationship, if we're going to choose that, right, is, is to make each other's lives at least 10 times greater. If somebody's sucking the other person dry, there's that, that's not very fun, you know, and if they're not, if you're not contributing to each other, making each other's lives greater. My point of view is why even be in the relationship in the first place. So, so first thing first, you need to be like in you, you need to own and claim you, you need to know your own and, and be, 
be um uh, what's the word you need you need to serve yourself you need to please yourself you know and and if you don't know what you what what your needs are then you need to you need to find out you need to i mean that's where you where you got to start and i don't know about you ladies but but my wife she finds me super hot and super sexy when i have me whenever the person that i'm with is is actually choosing more for them there is a strength that comes across in that and then when they do something for me it's it's like it's it's in addition to them getting to be them so it does feel like a gift everything feels like a gift even if it's not something i want which is so weird when the person i'm with is happy and they're actually enjoying their life and then they do something for me i honestly don't care what the something for me is being interested yeah. but not excluding yourself because we tend to focus on how do i pleasure this person i think that's relevant for both men and women um, and you kind of exclude yourself or it's like, what do I have to be or look like or do for them in order to pleasure them? But the true pleasure comes from including yourself and being really interested in that person. Can you say more about that? Because uh, one of the things that I know so many people kind of get into is that interested it, it can so often have an agenda like they're mm. interested in a particular outcome or they're interested in a particular result or they're interested in it going a certain way. And that's not what you're talking about at all. Right. Um, can you say more about that? Totally. So interested, being interested is um, having no point of view whatsoever. I don't think it gets much simpler than that, but it's literally like, I have no point of view what this looks like. I have no point of view about any of this. And for me, that's why I love the access consciousness tools because when I notice that I do have a point of view or when I notice that that person does have a point of view about something, and that's usually like a, it's sort of like a feeling, a sense of solidity or sort of like this is how it is or this is how it isn't or whenever that comes up or, or even a tension in my body, I notice that sometimes like I'm sort of like, oh, what is that point of view? Like could it just be a judgment of myself or they could have a judgment of themselves that I'm becoming aware of. So it's like this interesting soup of awareness that if you're in the question and don't have a point of view about outcome and don't have a point of view about how things should be or shouldn't be or result, um, that's actually being interested. And that's being interested. You're being, you know, being includes everything and judges nothing. So it's not just interested in this thing or that thing. It's being interested, including oh, everything. Beautiful. Being interested, not interesting. So like ask them questions about themselves, okay? And so, but genuinely show how you are interested in what they have to say. And so, and that helps you to get to know a woman or, or a man, whatever, and, you know, better. And then it's sort of like, it also, and when you do that, it creates this, this doorway of possibility between you and them. You know, every single one of you has talked about, uh, vulnerability and receiving being a huge key to uh, increasing the pleasure in sex and copulation and, you know, really in every aspect of your life. So um, I'm curious if you could speak to um, that process of transitioning from judgment to receiving. Like we could, we could um, sum this up in, in, into like, the, the difference between gifting and receiving and trading. Like wow. no one likes trading. It, it, it's yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, I do this for you 
and you will love me. You know, it's not, it's not gifting and receiving, gifting something because you, you enjoy gifting. It's like, yeah, it's trading. That is amazing. <laughs> really? I had never thought about it that way. If I do this, then you should be happy. And so now you're, you're in an exchange that you didn't yeah. ask for whenever the person is doing it because yeah. it's in your own life. Wow. That's huge. If somebody would like to receive a level of sweetness from somebody else. And so, so like, let's say person A is like, well, actually person A is just going on, going along, blah, blah, blah. And person B is like, I really want to deliver this sweetness and this gratitude I have for this person. And they go to deliver that energy of gratitude. But in the way are all these different points of views and all of these different um, places where the other person would defend from uh, for whatever reason. So it's like, that's where you ask the question, what can this person receive? Because you might want to give them all the love, all the gratitude, all the cuddles and kisses that you want. But if they can't receive it in that moment, if it hits up against one of those places that they have that they're not willing to um, be present with or let go of, you're just going to awaken a hornet's nest, basically, and create um, just create um, destruction for, for you and that person in Costa Rica in October, where you were like, so what's going on at your seven day? <laughs> <laughs> Which is cool because it's an acknowledgement that everyone has their own different thing going on. Like we're all walking yeah. around with these totally different realities. And sometimes our realities like match in certain ways with these different points yeah. of view we have. We can kind of get along and, but like, <laughs> but we're walking around with these totally different realities that are inter we're interacting with each other and it's like something that could be a very sweet thing in one person's reality could be like, could be touch upon this place where someone was mean to them in their childhood that like that they totally react to and they think that you're, you're being mean or vicious to them when you're just saying something that is, is sweet from your point of view. Brings up the whole, the whole topic of what someone's willing and able to receive and like if, if someone's not willing to see us and you acknowledge them for that, sometimes it lands and other times it just, it, they dismiss it or it's like it doesn't exist in their world and you must be lying to them if you're saying they have this quality that they really don't believe they have. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I've, I've um, noticed that and, and the, the whole thing about acknowledging something that the, that the person's proud of, like, like something my, my wife is, is proud of about herself is catching details, being detail oriented. So when she catches something that someone says and then asks a question that like leads to this whole discovery that of some really important information and I acknowledge her for that, she really appreciates that. Though trying to think of something that if I said that she say I like the way her butt looks in a pair of pants, she also appreciates that. <laughs> <laughs> nice ass. <laughs> that's, that's something that lands well. <laughs> For me, pleasuring woman is really about gifting. 
and and that's that's the, the first step this is starting point and and really go with with where the energy takes you on on seeing what actually pleases the woman and without any points of view whatsoever and um and every woman is different like you know every person is different so yeah. and every person is different in every 10 second increments if you're in a relationship, sometimes we buy this point of view that there's nobody else better out there. And you kind of like, you're waiting for your mate to change or to become something that they're really not. So looking at the relationship, really identifying like, okay, what is really going on here um, that I'm not really willing to look at and really just dealing with what is, and then having the choice as to whether or not you want to continue going forward or, you know, move on to a different possibility. We've been having this really cool conversation with these guys. And it strikes me that we've left one really big tool out. And you'll know that you need to use this tool when all of a sudden it sounds like everyone's speaking gibberish, or if you start to get a headache while listening. <laughs> and um, it's something called access consciousness bars. And access consciousness bars is 32 points on the head that when you lightly touch them, allow for change with ease. So it basically goes in and energetically undoes all those places where you've got these hardwired pathways through your brain. So we've been tapping on those and jiggling those as we've been having this conversation, all your strong held points of view and beliefs, we've basically been holding on to the ends of them and then shaking them from both sides. Um, so, so if everything feels a little weird or sounds a little weird, you may want to seek out an access bars practitioner and, um, and see if you can get them to put, put their hands on your head. <laughs> so it's called getting your bars run. It really is that simple. <laughs> it, you lay on a massage table, you sit in a chair, and a practitioner will gently touch these 32 points on your head for about an hour to an hour and a half, uh, something like that for a session. And uh, so if you'd like some more ease, some more gentleness with this uh, change and transformation that occurs with these kinds of conversations, uh, please find a practitioner. You can go to www.accessconsciousness.com and uh, there's practitioners and facilitators all over the world. There's a very good possibility that you can find somebody near you. It's really, it's fabulous. Kind of lubricates this whole process, <laughs> increases the pleasure, increases the ease. So we highly recommend uh, that you include this tool. And maybe you can even get touched today. And speaking of getting touched, <laughs> I want to talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. I wanted to ask, like, how to, I don't know that many people know how to listen to a body. It is really about that listening to the body. Like, listen to the person, ask the person questions, but then also listen to the body because there's a good chance that they're not so connected to what their body actually desires and what would actually really pleasure them and turn them on. I've always had the point of view that, uh, well, I mean, what gives me the greatest pleasure is to actually uh, see and feel the woman that I'm with actually having pleasure. So 
for me, pleasuring women is really about gifting. And, and that's, that's the, the first step. That's the starting point. And, and really go with, with where the energy takes you on, on seeing what actually pleases the woman and without any points of view whatsoever. And, um, and every woman is different. Like, you know, every person is different. So, yeah. and every person is different in every 10 second increments. What do you recommend for um, exploring? Exploring pleasing or exploring sexually? Well, if we're going into the practical aspect of it, <laughs> which I guess where, where you're aiming at, is um, one game, one fun game to play is, uh, is actually to start uh, with blindfolds and exploring your partner's body uh, with very gentle touches and, uh, and seeing where that leads. And, you know, literally going on different parts of the body because there's erogenous zones on, on different parts of each body. Um, I read somewhere that this depends on how we were caressed by our parents when we were kids, very, very small babies. So, and we develop literally different erogenous parts, uh, erogenous zones. So explore that with your partner. And the best way is by blindfolding them and, and really go with that. Because when you're actually looking at somebody, there's other senses that come into play, but really to have just the touch uh, responding and breath as well, like gentle breath over the skin, uh, you know, those things. Um, and, you, and you play with that, you know. Yeah. That's a very good first step. <laughs> you can also, just FYI, develop new erogenous totally. in the exact same way. Totally. Um, by by opening up pleasure and then touching other places that have never been put together yes. in the mind with pleasure before, yeah. you can actually yeah. begin to create more pleasure with a body, which is really cool. And yes. you have to be willing to, to explore that again. It's terrible because you have to explore again. I know. <laughs> I know. It's dreadful, isn't it? And it just never ends. <laughs> and a tip for those guys that are or, or girls that are uh, listening to this is uh, to do what you said, Stephanie, is, um, is to actually link those known erogenous zones to unknown erogenous zones, so other zone, parts of the body, and linking them so touching one and the other simultaneously, so then you, you move the energy from one to the other. So you actually are adding erogenous zones. That's exactly what uh, Stephanie is talking about. It's no fun That's at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like all different speeds, but like sometimes going slow in the beginning and really playing with like the galvanic responses, like just like, you know, the, the skin receptors and, and playing with that and going slow can really stimulate the body and heighten its senses so that every touch becomes erotic, no matter where it is. So, and again, so that can start with conversation. And then when you start to get to the physical part of things, you know, just holding their hand, looking into their eyes, kissing their neck, you know, different parts about it. I love oral sex. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. So I like to play down there orally. I don't know. I, I just, you know, I just love bodies. So I love to play with them. 
yeah. the galvanic response that he was talking about is when you are with someone and if you hover lightly above their body instead of touching their body, if their body tries to come up to meet you, uh, you may yeah. notice it by the hairs on their arms standing up trying to like reach towards you. Um, the, that's what he's talking about with the galvanic response. It's the, actually like this expanding or what happens whenever you play with that is it expands the sensitivity of the body beyond just touching the physical skin and it's an additional I would say an additional area that you can play with is this area yeah. right above the body that makes someone want to beg you to touch them yeah. <laughs> exactly so one of, one of my targets when I'm with a woman is to make them really wet and wild and so when they're actually begging to do something else, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I'll be honest with you, I, it, that kind of started that way because, like, when I was younger, I couldn't control it, right? So, you know, yeah. if I put it in in the beginning, I probably would have lasted all about four seconds, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So I would do all this play stuff because I knew I was only going to last four seconds. But if I could do all this other stuff and totally pleasure her, by the time I put it in there, she was just about done anyway. So it all worked out. <laughs> Everybody's happy. <laughs> so I had to be honest about how that actually started because I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't want to go that fast. So, so I started, you know, I was like, okay, foreplay, you know, but um yeah, so, I mean, everything, everywhere, anywhere from massaging them, rubbing their feet, you know, and you don't have to have the point of view that it all has to lead to sex or intercourse. Like, what if you could just play by, you know, doing the galvanic response thing, massaging their feet, massaging their shoulders, holding hands, having a, a conversation. L let me be honest with you. The, you know, if you talk to, I've been slutty over the years, okay? You can talk to a handful of people. They'd be like best lover on planet earth. You could talk to another handful of people. They can say worst lover on planet earth. Okay. So one thing I would like to say is at, again, ask questions, right? Even though you may be attracted to somebody, you might feel that intense lust. You want to ask questions like, okay, would this be easy? Would this be fun? Would I learn something? Would they be grateful afterwards? Would I be grateful afterwards? Will my body be happier afterwards? Will their body be happier afterwards? So a lot of times I did not ask questions and I would walk out of a situation um, feeling like a train wreck or like I couldn't perform, right? So, you know, and then I would go into judging myself because I couldn't perform and where in all actuality, my body was actually just very aware that it shouldn't have gone there in the first place for whatever reason. Maybe it knew, it knew, like my penis, like it, you know, <laughs> it knew that, that maybe they can get pregnant, you know, and they were ovulating. So my penis would not be hard. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what it's aware of, but just follow your awareness. If you if you get a no, when you ask these questions, don't go there. Even if it's been a while since you've played with someone, just don't go there. Cause it's not worth it. And the older you get it, just, it becomes less worth it just for the sake of doing it. It's just not fun anymore. Anyway, so I just wanted to explain that. It's like, but, you know, I've been a superhero in some respects and an awful lover in others. And that's just because I didn't ask questions and, you know, and I was being really unconscious and in some instances, anti-conscious. It's like, I knew not to go there, but I went anyway and it was a mess. 
Right. You found out just how bad it really was, how bad you knew it would be. <laughs> yeah, we've all been yeah, there. Like, you're making me go back there. And I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go. <laughs> and every woman's different. If you don't know, just be like, hey, what do you like? <laughs> how would you like me to touch you? You know, when in doubt, just ask, too. I know that's not as fun and exciting exhilarating for some women like I just want him to know my body without me having to tell him but sometimes you do some guys you know they need some practice or they need they need information and they can't figure it out on their own so maybe you can help your guy along the way and then he could be amazing so be willing to teach him too if he doesn't know especially if you like him right (laughs) yeah (laughs) have you ever taught a woman how to please you yeah of course um, one thing that two people can um, do for receiving is actually tie each other up, blindfold the other person and run a feather over their naked body for like 30 minutes to help practice receiving. Like when we look at this reality, like in pornography, for example, that's like the main reference to sex and copulation for people and touch and how to be with bodies and other people and, um, and pornography I would say like 99.9% of it is about sexual exaltation through judgment and force and very oftentimes violence. So that's sort of what we're introduced to. And that's what a lot of men and I'd say women as well is their first sexual introduction (laughs) to bodies and copulation and sex. So what a weird reference point, right? And it's always about, so like it's, contraction will create sexual excitation. So judgment, you know, what's right, what looks good, what looks like this position, that position, how does the woman look and how does the man look and, and then how do they come together and then in that position and then, then thump, 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 thump. And that's like what we're introduced to, which is like the judgment of what things should look like and how a person should be creates this enough contraction and sexual charge which creates sexual excitation in the body um, you know, that's sort of like what is locked in a lot of our cells and bodies. So even for me, like coming out of that has been like a real trip, but it's what I've discovered is like, what's always looking towards what's always going to create more lightness and more space, you know, in the body, yeah. like where's the tension in the body and what's going to create more space and ease and in the, in the situation with someone like in, with the copulation part, like putting the body parts together, what's going to create more space and, lightness and that's where the true pleasure comes from it becomes more subtle and more subtle and more subtle rather than just a genital pleasure which i think for most people that's where it's at and that's why the sex gets boring in relationships because it's the gen the 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 sexual excitation of that sexual charge and then the release um probably mostly for the men and the women don't really get the same sort of release but it's different but if they're really like if it's i guess it's a deeper orgasm there is a sense of release or at least, oh, that urge was satisfied to some degree. <laughs> For that five minutes. <laughs> and everything that brings up. <laughs> I was just trying to cut that. Anyway. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, what's it take to actually become, come to more space and lightness all the time? And that's something I'm totally, I'm not an expert, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect in this way. This is something I'm exploring more and more. And that's why I was saying, even in my relationship with Shannon, this is something we've been exploring a lot more and, and bridging a lot of comfortable distance to have more of that as well. What would you suggest yes, as, yeah, what would you suggest for a starting place for somebody who's interested in beginning to explore that? Totally. Gary gives some really awesome tools, which is sort of like one person lays down, the other person just does like light touch on their bottom body <laughs> and their bottom. 
<laughs> Whatever works, you know, like definitely include the bottom. Um, like just some light touch on their body where, and wherever you notice that tension in your body, like the person receiving is like, relax, breathe into it and relax. And, and maybe some firmer massage as well, if that's required in certain parts of the body to move the energy there. And Gary even, even talks about using a feather on the body and you'll start sensing where you have restrictions in your body, where you can feel like a lot less. And then in other parts of the body that are more sensible, sensitive, sensitized. Um, so working with that awareness and like allowing your bodies to be, to express themselves rather than being controlling of what this should look like or what you think the other person would turn them on or so it's a real exploration and lowering those barriers to receiving more of yourself. It's that being interested in the, in the, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like an extreme, it's extreme, extremist, interesting point of view <laughs> when it gets to those really vulnerable, naked feeling areas, you know, in our lives, which yeah. oftentimes include our bodies and actually being naked. And it's, it's a real discovery. Thank you for Explore. that. Yeah. <laughs> the uncharted territories, like the, you know, the universes of beyond, like going into star, like space and beyond and having no fucking clue what's out there. And, but you know, there's possibilities, you know, there's something. Yeah. Be willing to go. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. I love how you um, include the energetics of all of this conversation and are being the energy as you're talking about it. So <laughs> I know a lot of our listeners. It's kind of impossible are, to not go there while talking yeah. about it. It's like just talking it from the head is going to be very fucking boring <laughs> and really not create anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the things that we like to talk about with our listeners is to be aware of the energy and to follow the energy. Um, so thanks really? for that. But, you know, it's a great thing. Well, you guys really invite that. To, so thank you. How do you give pleasure to a woman or how do you please your significant, significant other? Because it's, for me, it's, it's, it's like, it's so boring to do trading. Like how, how much trading have you done in your life? when it comes to sex and, 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 and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And how fun is that? Yeah. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's just, it's incredible. And so, so for me, it's, it's to give pleasure to someone is, is it, it, there's so many things in it, but, but it's, it's what I find really uh, sexy is, is when someone uh, knows what they want, so so that means and, and can can um, put words into it or show me or whatever in different um, ways, because this this is this is the conversation we had before. You know, it's knowing what you want and 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 you going for it, right? In 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 not any subject, not not only in sex, but when it comes to pleasing, it it's like. It's really about reading energy or reading, uh, using your body. So, so it's again, to be connected with you. And, that, and also your partner needs to be connected and that you can't be doing, or you can, I guess, but, but then it's copulation. It's, it's, it's rubbing against, uh, two bodies rubbing against each other because it's, it's really, uh, for me, it's, it's a lot of, of um, it's doing closeness in, in, in in comparison to, to distance, comfortable distance and separation. So really both of you need to lower your barriers, be super vulnerable. And then it's, it's, 
it's um yeah just your body is showing the but <laughs> it's turning me on so <laughs> <laughs> You asked us to lower our barriers and be present. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not not so much that, that I'm sweating. Like. <laughs> well, and I love it, though, because this is such a great example of what occurs. It is such a turn on for our bodies and our being just to be vulnerable and present. And yes, it's like one of the secrets of great sex and copulation that so many people don't know is that then it's like, it maybe doesn't matter quite so much what you're doing. <laughs> you can be sitting on a radio show talking to a person on the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's so much, it, it, it makes so much sense to me that w- when I look at uh, sex or pleasing, uh, ple- giving pleasure or whatever, it's like, it's, it's like if, if you look at it um, as if it was a dance, then you lead and someone follows, yeah? Okay, it's, now you got me turned on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's really what it's about. It's, it's someone leading, someone following, and, and gifting and receiving. It's really that simple. And, of course, you need to be vulnerable. You, if you have your barriers up, it will show. You know, it's, it's, it, it will stop the, yeah, it won't be a pretty dance. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was wondering if that's the moment that it kind of changes to doing rather than being. Yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of the, yeah, yeah, it's more performing. And, and then um, a lot of the times it's when judgment comes to play because then really that stops the, uh, like, how do I look? How do, is my ass looking big or like, you need to start over or oh, various went up. Because it's, it's, it's so much being um, owning what you have. There's nothing uh, as sexy as someone who owns their body, no matter what size. I'm, I'm like, I could, like, I've seen old ladies, like, owning their body when they walk. And it's like, uh, okay, did I just get turned on by an 86-year-old lady? <laughs> But it, but it, but it's it's, yeah. it's like the way they use their body. If you own your body, no matter what size or what it looks like, that's sexy. It, it's right there. <laughs> no one can deny you deny you that. It, it's it's yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, I mean, I just love that you're being the energy of all these things as you talk about it. It's such a vivid example of what that is when we experience it. So thank you for that. Thank you. If somebody wanted to develop their own capacities with relationships, what are three tips that you would give them personally? One would be every day asking to destroy and uncreate your relationship and everything it was yesterday. Of, I, I've noticed that that really helps keep a, a freshness to the relationship. And without doing that, what I, I've noticed can occur is that uh, barriers can build up over, over time and kind of uh, the, the upset from the previous day and kind of the list of, of 
you know, my wife owes me for these reasons. I owe kind of the scorecard of what we owe each other, what, what, uh, who's, who's, uh, the upsets that we've had that it can build and create walls. And I, I've noticed that one every day I ask to destroy and uncreate everything. My relationship with my wife was yesterday that it, it creates a, a blank slate. So that's, that's one that is a, great way to start start your day and the second one i'd i'd say is is the gratitude piece i know i touched on that before though that really just like you were saying stephanie breathes such a life into into uh into relate into uh i i can speak for myself it it really i notice how it it lights lights up Linda how it so transforms the energy we have with each other when I express gratitude when when I have that in my awareness to look for opportunities to to acknowledge things that I'm grateful for and uh, the third third tip I'd give is is really really acknowledging we're not not needing to do everything together and not making relationship this mm-hmm. thing where one person where you where you need to it, it where the relationship becomes all about the relationship and only the things you can do together versus the things that each person likes to do on their own that the other person does not like to do when 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 you start giving those things up that you enjoy in your life and your partner doesn't, and it just becomes all about the relationship, then it, it can create a, a resentment of the things that you've given up for the relationship, especially in moments of upset. It makes it more difficult to weather the upsets when you've given up so much for the other person. You know, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Do you know what I've given up for you? So not not allowing that to occur keeping the things in your life that are individually joyful for you i'd say is is a is a big thing that where it's it's about creating greater possibilities together versus merging into a whole where mm-hmm. it's it's actually where you're cutting off parts of parts of you and eliminating parts of your life that are joyful for you. So those, those would be the three tips. I love the practicalness of what you shared and um, you know, your examples of, of living it is <laughs> really cool. And just, you know, getting to see, like Stephanie was saying, getting to see it in action, you know, knowing both you and Linda for a long time and seeing the interactions you have, it's just so beautiful. Um, the level of kindness you really do have with yourselves and with one another. It's very inspiring. And um, so thanks for sharing those tips. It's, you know, I know that you're speaking from having lived it, which is really a powerful thing. It's one thing to have the idea of (laughs) all these things that we're talking about, but to really put it into action and live it uh, is different. And so thank you so much for sharing your examples and, and, and choosing that, it's such a great thing to have in the world. You're welcome. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I love how simple it is to actually create a new reality. And 
and watching you guys. It's a new reality. It's a different reality with relationships that people haven't been able to choose before. So thanks for being the pioneers and leading the way. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just curious if you have any last um, words of wisdom or advice or just anything that you'd like to comment about for the men listening. There are a few problems that oral sex can't solve. <laughs> Truer words were never spoken. <laughs> Are you going to get a tutorial? Can you, can you give us a blow by blow tutorial? <laughs> one, one thing I would say about that is that the kind of what most people tend to think is that more more pressure and faster will create a greater result though it's actually slower and lighter that is what i found is most dynamic <laughs> slow and light public service announcement a public service announcement brought to you by adam johnson and the good girl's guide to being wrong and happy you never know what a good blowjob, a good, a good bit of oral sex, or a good hand job will get you. It might. Try it. Find out. <laughs> I love it. All right. So if, if we do another series on hints for great sex, are you, are you up for it? I would be up for it. All right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Adam. This has been awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. All you guys are awesome. We adore Thank you. you. <laughs> mm. It's true. Love you guys. <laughs> Thank Love you so you. much for having me on your show. <laughs> so we have had such a good time. And I am so inspired by the conversation that we've been having. I personally am changing because of it. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, and we have something for you. Please go to our website, www.thegoodgirlsguidetobeingwrong.com. And we have something for you there. A little bit more, maybe a lot more. If you're wondering what button you can push to get more sex. <laughs> Literally, we have put a button on our website that says more sex, please. Go press that button. So the, the website is the good girls guide to being wrong dot com press that button that says more sex, please. And we will make sure that you get a chance to listen to the rest of these conversations. And um, cause we have way more in store for you. Oh my goodness. I just, I want to thank all the guys so much for everything they've shared with us. So thank you for joining us on the good girl's guide to being wrong and happy with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. And we'll look forward to playing with you next week. 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.